Internet, how hey, are you? Internet, I always fuck up the second part. Wow, you uh, just there. popped right out of there. Pop, buddy, popping, <laughs> busting out. I like how Zoom has our listeners back by if you or me scream, it just cuts it. It just cuts our mic. Like Does it's it? like, yeah, because there's like there's been time like what I'll see it when I go edit the video after where we'll be like, what? And it'll be like. <laughs> I'll just go silent. <laughs> too loud for the internet. Yeah, I wonder. Speaking of, too loud for the internet. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about our censorship? Wait, 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 wait. What? Welcome to episode one eighty of Outreach Factory, the podcast Woo. where we look at things that made people mad online, explain why they're done for caring. I'm Derek Bowler. Kind of hurt my neck. Yeah. I'm Dale Ritter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you officially are... too old to be completely obnoxious. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. First up. Happy birthday. This is a special oh, uh, birthday episode. Dale will be turning one year older this week and he will be gone next week. Uh, so happy birthday. I'm going Dale. to Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. Because where who wouldn't want to make Alberta the first place they visit yeah. after two years of not traveling? Well, it's like I'm like, ah, I'm so much closer to death. I might as well go to that province that has no trees or greenery. The best part is like I have family that lives in Alberta and Andrea's from Alberta. And every time I mention like 80% of the reason why I'm still in Vancouver is all the nature and the greenery in the lakes. And every time I mention that either my family or Andrea are like, yeah, but there's greenery in Alberta too. And I'm like, yeah. And it's all right when you're leaving Alberta, it's like in the South by Waterton, as you're going into like Washington slash Montana, it gets green. As you're leaving Alberta. And then on the like the part of the mountains, like the Rocky Mountains are basically yeah. like divided by the the BC Alberta border. So there's like yeah. a little bit of greenery that falls on. Yeah. Right. When you're side. leaving Alberta and coming to where <laughs> it matters. It's like they didn't want they didn't want it to be too big of a shock to your system to go from Alberta, which is all like small trees and brown grass to beautiful BC too big of a shock so they move the border like an hour over so they're like yeah. okay you guys can have can more well we'll talk can about it. how yeah like it's beautiful <laughs> in uh, like uh alberta did get they got banff they got canmore they got jasper uh which are all really fucking nice but that's that was also obviously someone just like throwing Alberta a bone and being like, yeah. no one would ever visit you otherwise being like you can have these nice towns but you have to drive a fucking hour into the mountains. Could you yeah. imagine being like wagoneering days when they're like, wow, this kind of, this place is pretty flat. Like, I mean, they can grow cows and wheat really good, but they're like, let's go on a vacation. And they'll be like, well, you have to take your wagon up into the mountains. And you're like, ah, I think I'll just say, stay on the farm. That's like, Whereas, who saw yeah. those things and was like, I want to, I want to cross those. I want to go through that. Well, they're like, fuck, it can't get worse than this. <laughs> yeah, we need to escape. They're and like, that was what drove them. <laughs> they're like, there's an ocean over there. It was probably just like, they're like, we need an ocean for like a port or whatever. Yeah. Because like, even if you were going to go south and around the Rocky Mountains, it would have been like. Or whatever. You had to go pretty far south. I don't know my geography. Or whatever. I mean, whatever. you got to go all the way down to like 
well technically they run like all the way into new mexico and shit so jesus like the the whole the whole way mountains Hmm. all the way down hey dale happy birthday now that we got that out of the way speaking about being too loud for the internet (laughs) i like how we've are we're already like four tangents deep and we're three minutes into this episode that's what this podcast is about everybody's like oh you guys are just outraged right i'm like no actually we just go on tangents more than we talk about things people are mad about. it bothers me that we're 180 episodes into this thing and people still think the podcast is about things that we're outraged about and i have to keep being like no this isn't like a grinds my gears thing this is why because we don't care about anything no and we're just like we tell other people who are outraged all the time why they, they also shouldn't care about things. I care about dumb shit like Paul Blart Mall Cop, and I will defend that movie till the death. I know. So I actually care about that. And I care about the new He-Man show that other people are upset about. Like, Wait, why are people... Are we going to talk about it? Let's talk about it. I didn't write it on the docket, so let's just fucking... Or sh- wait, 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 wait. Before we move into the He-Man talk, let's talk about what you've been like <laughs> kind of coaxing for the internet too hot for fake tv so we uh, got we got censored we got censored by those liberal cuck medias so what happened was last week if you listened we talked about masks and how the mandate is over in bc and i don't want to talk about this too much because i don't want this video to get fucking booted from the internet but apparently we provided medical misinformation when we st- when we told people to stop arguing about whether they wear masks or not. So I guess we're heroes and martyrs because like, I don't think we like, are we right telling- wing now? No. Well, if anything, are we right? No, we are in that sweet spot that pretty much, 80% of the people who used to be left wing found when they're like, yeah, I care about stuff. I feel like women should have the ability to have an abortion and gay should get married. And then like the crazy left wing people are like, yeah, that's not good enough anymore. You need to be like super woke and all that shit. And we're like, oh, I don't want to be woke and I don't want to be right wing. So I'll just I guess I'm a centrist. Centrist. I mean, I'm not a libertarian and I'm not right wing. I mean, I'm more libertarian all the time, but it's uh, yeah. it's more. Have you done the like the political compass quiz where it like it plots you on? There's not like lately an axis that does left and right. Yeah. Oh, and, and then, then north and south. There's an axis that does libertarian and authoritarian. So uh, it basically puts you. So I'm like I'm very libertarian and very liberal. You're so like I'm like far left. So I'm like I'm like left. Uh, I'm like closest to Gandhi is which is how I feel most of the time. I'm very oh. I think I would be a hero because you wear uh, diapers. To my country. Yeah. <laughs> Tail. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, on well, that he note, was, he wore like a cloth like he wore a robe over his shoulder. But then he like instead of pants, he wore like a wrap that like served as shorts and ginch at the same time not a diaper anyways i actually i think i'm somewhere near there too because i'm south of the horizontal line and left of the vertical line yeah so i am a couple of gaudis here 
I feel but like the further south you are, that's like libertarian, where you believe that like people should have individual freedoms, and then mm-hmm. authoritarian, which is like you think the government should oversee anything. And I'm sure if I would have taken the quiz like a year ago, uh, before my whole fucking health debacle, yeah. I would have probably been a little higher towards that authoritarian part. But actually, I I'm think not. what people are calling the shit libs. Um, I think those people are going kind of authoritarian because they want the government to step in or they want people to hold the government. They want everybody to be like super policed. And I, I know just saying the word police affects them, but they want everybody's actions and abilities to be super mandated. And they like they think they're doing good because they're like, well, we want people that have to be good and have to do all this stuff. But it's like, as soon as you get into the, you have to do stuff, that's where it's wrong. Because then once you give the government to make sure everybody does stuff to the will of the people that, but then the next government is going to not be, have the same outlook and use the same powers to make people do stuff, but do bad stuff. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think the Trump government was a good example, but it's also like, I used to be more authoritarian because I was like, well, I don't like people are all fucking idiots. Like, yes, oh, yeah. they need they need the government to tell them what to do in order to behave properly. Mm-hmm. But then you think about it and you're like, well, the government is just a group of idiot people that we've given unlimited power to. Uh, yeah. So they're also going to make bad decisions, but they're going to make bad decisions that only benefit them. So that's true. Let's not do that anymore <laughs> and um i just want to say where libertarian falls short because like you said like you saw with your medical thing you don't really you can't really abide by all the authoritarian part of the left i being in the construct I've, I've said this before in other podcast episodes but i'm going to say it again being involved in the construction industry i can't go full libertarian because these idiot companies definitely need government oversight to make sure they're building stuff to the lowest acceptable safety rules as you can clearly see in that condo collapse in florida like what happened there was they kind of just were skidding are skipping out on all of their um, inspections and routine maintenance and stuff. And a lot of libertarians will say, well, the free market will show you or the free market will control these people because if people, if they're not safe, then people won't buy their services, but that's wrong because they'll still buy these things and they'll still build the buildings before there's a chance for the market to catch up. Yeah. It's not, it's also a couple points there. It's not like there's one contractor that skirts the regulations or tries to do things <laughs> as cheaply as possible. There are many. And the other thing is that it's super fucking easy. If you are a contractor or a business and let's say you're involved in something like the condo collapse in Florida, you just fold that company you close yeah. it down, you open a new one with a different name. It's like, yeah, the market will work to an extent, but there still needs to be like people holding people. Yeah. Accountable. And the funny thing is, this is another example where Trump is the warning 
like you were saying, like the authoritarian part where Trump was the warning was you can't just let the government tell us how we should act and what we should do, because then you get a guy like Trump. And it's like you can't go full libertarian because you have a guy like Trump who was in the construction industry and he like fucking skirted and found loopholes and didn't pay people and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Trump should make us all closer to the center horizontally. Yeah. If that makes enough sense. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him, bro. I'm glad we got all our politics, political stuff out right away. Speaking of government overreach, uh, (laughs) people are. Fuck. How about this? People. Speaking of government overreach, Skeletor broke the magical orb and ruined Eternia. In the new He-Man show. (laughs) All right. Why are people mad about this? Uh, Because people get mad anytime you um, touch anything that came out from when they're kids. Like the the most fucked up thing is that anybody likes He-Man to start with. Because, yeah, He-Man was cool, but it was a cartoon made solely to sell toys by a toy company. And the animation and everything, they're like, okay, we're drawing stuff this way so it looks like the toys that we have the ability to make like if you go back and you watch old he-man like they're like vehicles and stuff are all trash but that's because they didn't have the technology to make super intricate toys so they didn't make them look super intricate on the tv but now people are upset because uh netflix on friday i think yeah friday launched a new series um he-man revelations And just like whenever anything from your childhood comes back, people are upset. But I got to say, it's very good. And it's not even a reboot. It kind of picks up right where like He-Man left off because should I spoil it at all or should I wait? Uh, Like spoiler tags here, I guess. Spoiler alert. This happens in the first episode. So I don't feel like I'm spoiling. That's not a spoiler. So when I said Skeletor breaks the orb, that was actually the spoiler. So Skeletor, he gets to. Yeah. So Castle Grayskull, (laughs) they show that it's actually. Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. It's like some crystal castle that hides like the orb that has all the magic of Eternia. You can tell I was paying very close attention and he shatters it with his shaft and then the explosion that would come out, I guess it's all the magic being released at once. He-Man's like, oh my God, we're all going to die. So he like blocks it with his magical sword, the the sword of gray skull. And it it like sucks up all the energy. And then the sword splits into two and then uh, Skeletor and He-Man disappear. And then um, everybody finds out that He-Man and Prince Adam were the same thing. So Tila, who, which was like, man of arms daughter like i'm just i don't know how much people remember from the show very little kids okay so you know man of arms is right yes so his daughter was like he man's co like fighter chick person so she finds out that prince adam and he man were the same person she gets all upset and she leaves and then episode two is like a couple years after that where she like cut her hair off and she's all like wandering mercenary and it's dope so it's basically her it's like a kind of getting the band back together years later on a quest to go get the two halves of the sword to join him together to get he-man back and that's all i'm gonna say for spoiling it 
So it's a fresh take on an old tale. Wait, so He-Man's not even in it? He's yeah, no, he's not in it. He's in some flashbacks and he's in the first episode. So are these the same people who are were fucking mad when they like recast the Ghostbusters as women and because they're like, oh, it's a woke female fronted show now and uh I watch He-Man for you know animated mm-hmm. homoerotic pornography. Yeah, because the main character in this cartoon is the female Tila, which is fine. Like, I don't know. I've I've never really got like the people who get upset when they cast girls instead of guys because it's like I'll watch Shiro or He-Man, whatever. It's all just like like you said, He-Man is very homoerotic. Like, if anything, the girl with like dress with short hair and having a full breastplate is more heterosexual than the old He-Man, which is kind of ironic. Which I'm is, just, uh, is that stuff we're even allowed to say? I'm just reading an article about this. And yeah, it looks like oh, yeah. people mad that there is a female female uh, lead character. Basically, what happens is people are just mad that they grew up and life isn't magical anymore. And the mem- like they remembered their childhood as being pure. And this is just them being mad that they're not 12 anymore. Yeah, when I was 12, women were limited to love interests and mm-hmm. cleaning staff mm-hmm. and not very know. much past the Brechtel test when we were 12. <laughs> no, they didn't. But the, actually the C-Men, the, the C-Men test. show pre- passes the Brechtel test. Yeah, do you know what the Brechtel test is? Isn't it the Bechtel? Bechtel? Is it Brechtel? the Bechtel? Is it Bechtel? Whatever. Should we google it? Well, I just like bre- mid podcast googling rectal. <laughs> it yeah, that's what, rectal made, that's what it makes Only me think of. Only did pass the rectal test. <laughs> Represent the back bechtel. Okay, so it passes the bechtel test. Sorry, I, I guess I lose my pronounced. woke points because I thought it was brechtel and not bechtel. <laughs> so I guess. If no, if people aren't familiar with the Bechtel test is it's basically a feminist test for if you have a movie or TV show and that's there are female a, characters in it that talk to each other and they talk to each other for more than two lines and they talk to each other about something that isn't centered around one of the male characters like they're not like oh do you still like john john's pretty handsome so it has Which, to be like this show would probably fail because isn't her entire mission centered around bringing he-man back does she have lines not yeah, related to he-man yeah they have they don't right. they don't say i'm going to save he-man now they're like wow we have to go do this thing oh and it's awesome because uh since the magic from the he-man universe is gone because they busted that orb now like uh triclops that character with the spinning thing with the three eyes he has like started this like technologically based cult and he like gets people to drink like nano machines and they turn into like half robots you, so it's like spoiling? are you spoiling right yeah now? i'm spoiling more are you spoiling I feel like this isn't a, this is more teasing. I'm more teasing and edging the audience to go watch it than spoiling it for them. Because that is a good thing. I don't know. Does this Are pass you... does this pass the Edgedale test? <laughs> the dead the digital <laughs> test? <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Yeah, may- maybe I'll watch it. Who knows? And Oh, and it's uh, that new style of Western anime, which is like anime, but it's like more westernized. And it's uh, that's like the new the new hot style for cartoons to be I'm trying to think of a different cartoon that you might have seen that would be the style. Yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Nope. <laughs> oh, uh, have you seen the Castlevania cartoon? No. Huh. Well, that's the Western anime style. It's basically like animes, like the anime style, but it's more like Western. So it's like they don't have big eyes and stuff and they're ripped. Hey, speaking of government overreach, uh, people, I don't know. I'm active uh, in a lot of like cross-border couple uh, Facebook groups. And uh, a bunch of people are losing their shit. I don't know if this is true outside of those groups, but a bunch of people are losing their shit over uh, Toronto and Vancouver having different lines for vaccinated and unvaccinated travelers in preparation for when the Canadian border reopens on uh what august 9th yeah i think we open to travel on I, august 9th i haven't been paying attention because i don't really have, have that's no cool though because i do want to go down the like oregon coast and stuff i just had written this summer off and was just kind of waiting for oh, next year jokes on you the u.s border isn't opening canada is but the u.s is Wait, still what? not yeah. The states aren't letting us in, but we're letting the states in. I mean, they're letting us. In. You've been able to like catch a flight to the states the entire pandemic. They never stopped anyone. Oh from yeah, entering. no, gentrified traveling has been open the entire time. Yeah, if I'm you talking compare- about peasant drive my car across the border. Yeah, you cannot. The U.S. land border is not open yet, and they haven't really announced when that's going to be. So there's a bunch of people in Vancouver right now who are like fucking thirsty for some Trader Joe's. Uh, that are still unable to uh, okay. Explain the to me the um, the uh, appeal uh, of Trader Joe's. Yes, is it oh, better Dale. than Whole Foods? Because people talk about Trader Joe's, and I'm like, it just sounds like a bigger Whole Foods. I mean, they're two. It very... sounds like Whole Foods mixed with Walmart. No, Trader Joe's is more of a. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. There's not really a Canadian equivalent. It's like Trader Joe's has their own store and they only yeah. sell trader joe's products like they have their okay. own products for everything and their own versions of everything and they just so like sell those bass pro if it was for hippies instead of rednecks yeah kind of like um it's not even for hippies it's just like a growth like i don't think much of the shit they sell is like that healthy or organic but it's all mm-hmm. really fucking good and they make a couple products that like you can't find at any other grocery store <laughs> and it's it's so fucking good Okay. You got it. Like next time you're in Bellingham, which will probably be two or three years from now, <laughs> do yourself a favor, spend an afternoon at Trader Joe's, pick mm-hmm. up some, uh, some quality Trader Joe's. Product. What is, I don't want to put you on the spot because it sounds like you might've forgot what it was, but what's that thing that I can only get at Trader Joe's? Like if you're going to be like Dale, you have to go to Trader Joe's. And when you're there, get this one specific thing. Uh, fucking cookie butter. Uh, they have this like, what? Why are you making? Why are you making a fucking face cookie, right now? Cookie get the, butter. Get the cookie butter. What? Uh, what is it? It's just butter that tastes like cookies. No, it's like a spread. It's like spreadable. It's like spreadable cookies, basically. It's like uh, like a peanut butter 
with why are no what kind of reaction is that why would that why wouldn't you like that i would love it but i can't eat all that stuff because i'm already fat and i have gout and i shouldn't be eating stuff that's basically like nutella but cookie flavored okay well I, that's not my fucking problem we, really, we have that i think it's called like a, there's a dutch thing it's like spetzel i think it's called it's like uh, it's not like a cookie dough like what flavor of cookie are we talking about uh i don't like cookie like cookie flavored like chocolate chip cookie no or there's like, like um, um shortbread cookie what is it it's kind of like uh like uh gingerbread i think Ooh, gingerbread that's that's what spatzel is no you're thinking spatzel is a german oh, fucking egg noodle wait what's there's well anyways you can get there's like a dutch thing and it's like those windmill cookies that are kind of gingery it tastes like that in spreadable form on cookies you can get it like at save on it's beside the jam wait so you? you don't have to go to trader joe's derek i'm sorry i sh- i didn't mean to shit all over your you point still have to go to trader joe's go but... go to fucking trader joe's everyone who's listening to this go there <laughs> buy some shit yeah. once the border is open anyway people in these groups were fucking flipping out about it basically saying this is like uh, you know, the vaccine our, passports, our, that our dystopian was super upset. Orwe- or, yeah. Orwellian future and mm. that we're all doomed and that unvaccinated people are going to be treated like second class citizens to which I reply. Good. <laughs> they should be <laughs> like, I just like there's so many fucking people who like insist that they should be able to just like not get vaccinated, mm-hmm. which is fine. That absolutely, that part is true. That's where it ends. It's like you have the right to choose whether you get vaccinated or not. Yeah. But if you are choosing to not get vaccinated, there are going to be some differences with how a return to normal looks to you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's like just it's- like. It's not like they're saying you can't travel if you're not vaccinated. They're like, if you travel and you're not vaccinated and you could still get COVID, you still have to do all the quarantine stuff that everybody had to do before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the whole point of these two separate lines, like vaccinated, unvaccinated. uh, Do they have a third one for partially vaccinated? No, I think if you're partially vaccinated for all intents and purposes, you count as unvaccinated. Okay, yeah. So basically what we're talking about is at the airport, when you get off the plane and you're coming to Canada internationally, Canada, Canada, Canada. international flights, you split off into two. You're either vaccinated or non-vaccinated. And if you're vaccinated, then you don't have to do like the quarantine hotels, which I don't even think they're doing anymore. You don't have to do them. You don't have to self-isolate for 14 days. You basically get a little sticker on your passport that says, yeah, you uh, you bit the bullet. You got the vaccine. You can now go through. You still have to get a test. You still have to. So you have to get they give you like a home testing kit and you take it home and you take your test and they come and pick it up and they run it through a lab. And uh, that is a lot of trust to give to someone. Yeah. Wait. They have home testing kits now. How yeah, is they, this? How is this not something everybody's talking about? They just hand them out at fucking. I got one. Actually, the last time Kate and I came into the country across the land border it was the same thing. They gave us a kit. How do you take it? The border. It's just you like call 
you like sign up for this website. It's all done mm-hmm. through this company called Switch Health. You sign up through this website, you activate your tests. So it puts you into like a Zoom call with a, with a registered health professional who like monitors you and makes sure you're doing the test properly. And then mm-hmm. you just like put it in the fucking, it, it, it's, you don't pay for anything. It comes in like, they even have a prepaid like pure later label on it. And you just seal it up, put it in the box, write your information on it, put it in the pure later bag, leave it outside your door. And then pure later comes and picks it up and takes it off to, uh, to get tested. That's not nearly as exciting as I was hoping it to be. I Sorry. thought it was like a fucking you piss in a cup and shake it and it changes color. If you have COVID, you can n- no. Oh, you can still piss in a cup if you want and shake and it, shake it. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent, buddy. Oh, it changed color. It looks like a, I'm dehydrated. It doesn't tell me yeah. if I have COVID. Or oh, not. it's a deep brown. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they have home test kits that they'll give you. And if you are fully vaccinated, you go home, take the test. You're supposed to self-isolate until you get your test results. And then once you get your test results, you'll, you're just free to go back to normal life. Whereas if you're okay. unvaccinated, you do still have to uh, do the quarantine hotel, um, a- allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, there's been like, what, 50 to 60% of people are just like, nah. Yeah. And they a bunch it. of people and they take they take the fine or whatever. And then they're saying that, like, after all this is over, there's probably going to be some constitutional challenge to these fines in court and they'll probably get thrown out. I'm not a legal professional by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but that that is something that could happen again. Google or YouTube yeah. or whoever. fucking, <laughs> I am not recommending that you do that. Yeah. Get vaccinated. Go and get vaccinated. Just get your vaccine. Or if you're going to get unvaccinated, fucking deal deal with the consequences of you not getting vaccinated. Yeah. And what I was going to say was I don't want to spread more medical misinformation, but I feel like the fine for not going to a COVID hotel is probably less expensive than going to the COVID hotel because you have to spend like, what, a week there? Or uh, oh, you have to, no, you have to like- take a test and then spend the two the night or two nights till you get the results right is that what it was yeah so it's basically like yeah like however long it it takes to get the results and you get tested on site when you land if if you're unvaccinated uh and no the fine is like a couple grand i think a couple grand yeah it's expensive so don't don't do that Mm. just do the do the covid hotel like fucking all these people are acting like uh getting a two or three night stay in a government approved hotel is like similar to Nazi concentration camps. Yeah. And that just like that goes to show you how how easy we as a people have it. If something like that and we're like, oh, this is like a concentration camp. I have to stay in a hotel. It's like we have no fucking idea what real suffering is. Yeah, they weren't at staying all. at hotels there. No. It was a lot worse than that. Significantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Uh, again, I will recommend that you get vaccinated. It's been interesting to see a lot of uh, right-wing talking heads in the United States um, kind of make the subtle shift to pro-vaccination lately. A bunch yeah. of people on like Fox News have been talking about how you should get vaccinated and about how they're vaccinated. And I think it's because um, the what take was it? it? The- they should take it off YouTube like we did. 
Yeah, fuckers. They uh, th- well, that and the the stock market took a pretty fucking significant hit last week again because um, because COVID cases are resurging in a lot of places yeah. because you're at a very low vaccination threshold and people are like, oh, this thing could actually, you know, fucking lock down our economy again unless we start telling people the truth instead of just trying to make them angry at science. Uh, so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll probably see more of that. Yeah. They're not like, if we ignore this, this won't just go away. Like all those other problems we thought we had. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just do what like, I, it doesn't matter whether you want to get vaccinated or not, just get it. And it's like, it'll. I basically got it. Cause it'd be like, it would be the path of least resistance. Like whatever, if it's like if I didn't believe the science or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's like it's not going to like fucking make you grow another head. And through if you look at your experience with the whole thing from start to finish, it just makes life way easier to get it. Yeah, I that mean, was the thing for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I want life to go back to normal. I want to be able to travel again. I want to be able to like not wear a fucking mask. I want yeah. just like. To not have this thing occupy my mind every time I leave my house. So just for peace of mind alone, like, yeah, fucking do it. If you don't, you're just being an asshole at this point. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, thought I, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Probably the same as me. You're yes, being an asshole. Your opinions are right and they're smart. Yeah. I'm turning, an over, I'm turning over a new leaf for my 42nd year, which is I don't argue with anybody and I just agree with them on hope they stop talking. It makes life so much easier. (laughs) Like, honestly, if you're just like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I agree. And then you don't, that whole pick your battles thing is the smartest thing anybody could ever say. It's like, yeah, yeah okay. Whatever, it, whatever. It's also like pick your battles and then don't pick any of them. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Believe, believe what you want. That's fine. you know, who survives battles, the people not fighting in them yeah. for sure. So yeah. <laughs> Switzerland or whatever. The, yeah, exactly. The neutral parties. <laughs> uh, all right. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, wait, I got a good, I got, oh, I got oh, a good do segue. Say, do it. I got do a good it. segue. Do, do you want to watch me drink coffee or water in the most weird way? Do I? Does this look like this isn't even my arm? Like, it looks like somebody's just sticking their like arm some, in from like the side. Uh, an arm is coming in yeah, like, from off. Like, Whoops. you're like, you, oh, hold, hold still. Wait. We got gags. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> People are just like watching that. They're like, not only is it annoying to watch, but he keeps hitting his mic with the mug. So it's yeah. annoying to listen to as well. The well, best thing is going to be the people listening to the audio because we are still very much a podcast. Yeah. Like... <laughs> or like the people from last week where you can only listen to the audio. Oh, and in case anybody's wondering, I did go to Vivo and I was like, oh, I'll just start a new Vivo account for this one episode that didn't make it up. And then I tried to upload it and they're like, that's too big, idiot. I was like, what? How? So you could only upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free on Vivo or you pay like 15 bucks a year. And I was like, I'm not paying money for this. Yeah, we're not one video. We pay enough money to make this podcast as it is. So. If you want, just go watch the video that's on our Facebook page. And that's 
www.facebook.com outrage fact pod and it'll be one of the posts and it won't have our theme song at the beginning or the title card and that's the only difference yeah and zuckerberg doesn't care about medical misinformation as long as people are logging on to his bullshit so thank you mark zuckerberg he's a robot and he can't be tricked by medical misinformation he also can't catch covid due to being (laughs) a robot yeah what was your segue before we did the art so when we're talking about the splitting lines in The split lines in the airports, only Toronto and Vancouver are doing that where they split the people coming in. uh, Montreal has given up on it because they they're like, we thought it would make it easier. And it didn't because people are idiots. And it was just confusing and made everything so much longer. But you know what else Montreal did that other people didn't was they drafted mail you. I can't wait to just mispronounce this fella's name a hundred times in the future. My, 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 um, it's M a I L L O U X. That's French, right? Yep. Okay. So this guy, he's, um, I'm just going to open it up because, uh, if you're into sports, you're going to care if I get what wrong, what league and, country for that matter he was playing in when all this stuff went down so basically what happened was he got consensual oral sex from a female and while she was giving him consensual oral sex he took a picture of it and sent it to his teammates on snapchat now which is highly illegal yeah if you're wondering why dale's being annoyingly specific when he says consensual sex because people are touting this kid as he's some kind of like sexual assault person but he didn't what he he did did, you think that's sexual assault yeah 100 okay like come on it's not like straight up rape but it is a hallmark of a very shitty human being yeah no doubt like like it's him being a dickhead no i'm gonna say there there are a lot of laws on the book that recognize Mm. books that recognize uh sharing nude photos of people without their consent whether you were engaged whether whatever whether you were engaged in the sex act with them or not sharing photos of people without their consent and taking photos without their consent that's fucking that's illegal like 100 um you know, this goes back to the fucking Gian Gomeshi thing. And it's like, okay, those were like, those were consensual sexual account encounters, but he still got like crazy fucking violent with these women. Yeah, and but, recorded well, that them was different because it started as consensual. And then he left the boundaries of what the female thought they were going to do. And then he like, it switched. What to did you just say? What? Started as consensual, left yeah. the boundaries of what the female had agreed with. So that like that agreement, that pact continues yeah. after the sex act where you say, hey, I'm not going to fucking show photos of you to all my teammates mm-hmm. or distribute pictures of you because that falls under sexual assault. It's a sexual violation. Yeah. Uh, and it, it could be every bit as traumatic as like actual sexual assault. So mm-hmm. I don't like. I, I think, yeah, this dude is shit. And the worst part was um, there was basically 
there was an article interviewing his victim and she was like honestly all i ever wanted from this guy was like a heartfelt apology uh for it and he couldn't even mm. he wouldn't even do that and yeah. that's like that's like okay decent people should be like given the grace to fuck up and then if they fuck up they should be given the grace to like take accountability for it and mm-hmm. a- admit that they were wrong and like apologize and learn from it and grow this fucker didn't fucking do any of that. So, um, well, I I feel like he didn't apologize because then it turns into this like legal thing where he admits guilt and then it'll affect like the legal case of him pleading not guilty or whatever. I pled, feel like what? I thought he pled didn't oh, he plead guilty? I know I know he got like convicted of sharing a person's picture and like in a sexual act without her permission and in I've, uh, the reason i was looking this up was because i was gonna look up for what country it happened in because i think it was sweden, sweden. wasn't it, it was yeah. sweden yeah so sweden is actually has pretty strict laws against this and he got a fine and he got like he basically got all he got proven guilty or whatever and he got all the legal ramifications that come along with this and then he actually said um what happened was his like he wrote uh, he didn't write to this girl, but he wrote like this big thing on how he was stepping back and he didn't feel like he was mature enough to be drafted by the NHL at this Probably point true. in his life and that he would um, be OK being drafted next year after he works on himself and stuff. And then Montreal drafted him anyway, looking for kind of like the redemption arc. And I'm not saying what he did was okay i'm just saying that if you label this like because there's a lot of like people just spreading this as like he sexually assaulted this woman he did what i don't feel like that's a sexual assault i feel like it's like something right beside it that's not as equally bad because it wasn't like physical so I guess we're just not in agreement to this. We are. But uh, do you think he should not have gotten um, drafted? Like, do you think I mean, his career should be over? It was a fucking, it was a, like really dumb fucking misstep by Montreal because the, he had literally, he had come out and said, teams do not draft me. I'm going to keep working on myself and maturing. You can draft me next year. And Montreal had to know there was going to be like a huge fucking outcry from this. And, mm-hmm. The NHL is in the midst of a push to uh, to make it more accessible to women and, um, you know, gain a female audience. And like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't think he should have been drafted. I don't know if I can say that his career should be over, but like he should have to demonstrate that he has evolved as a person before you get drafted in the first fucking round of the NHL draft, because what mm. that teaches people is that it doesn't matter how shitty a person you are or how fucking creepy you are or how much you disrespect other people and their boundaries. You can still get taken in the first round of the NHL draft and become a NHL player. And that is not a message that anyone fucking needs to hear or believe, especially like there's a generation of hockey players out there who are growing up just being little dickheads and fucking believing they're superior and that, they mm-hmm. can do whatever they want to people with no repercussions whatsoever. 
then this just reinforces that. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, um, as I was going to say, I was going to say like the Canadians, I think one of the, like, if we're getting down to brass tacks and taking all the emotion out of it, they kind of did it because this guy was projected to draft at 13th or something. And every other team, because the Canadians uh, picked second last out of the first round. So they had the 31st pick and that's when they took him. And then, uh, so this guy dropped from 13th to 31st. So they probably just got greedy and picked him up and they, um, uh, here, I'm j- I was just, sorry. I was looking up what the Canadians actually said about their decision to draft him. And the, and I'll just read this from, uh, this is on CBC, the news site. Um, the Canadians issued a statement shortly after the pick was announced saying the club was aware of the situation and by no means minimize the severity of Logan's actions. Logan understands the impact of his actions. His recent public statement is a genuine acknowledgement of his poor behavior and his first step on his personal journey. Read the statement. We are making a commitment to accompany Logan on his journey by providing him with the tools to mature and the necessary support to guide him in his development. We are also committed to raising awareness among our players about the repercussions of their actions on the lives of others. So it's like, if I want to be glass half full guy, I'm going to say this is kind of a good thing because they're like taking this kid who, if he just sat out and he denied it, he would just be like wouldn't be like a good teaching tool like now montreal could tout him around and being like this guy's an idiot this is what he did these are all the reasons why it's wrong and these are the steps we're gonna make him take to come to terms with what he did and like kind of make good on his bad behavior yeah but they're not going to do any of that they issued a bullshit press release full of bullshit pr speak and they're going to hope that in two years this guy's a good enough hockey player to make people forget what a bag of shit he was like, look at fucking Patrick Kane. uh, Another guy who fucking should not be, should not have a career should not be active in the NHL has many sexual assault allegations against him. And teams just bank on uh, there not being fucking people having a short enough memory span. Like, I don't think the Canadians are going to do anything. Um, What this fucker should be doing is like going around like put him on a speaking tour have him talk at high schools like this is why you should respect women's boundaries this is why you yeah. shouldn't you know share uh none of that shit's gonna happen he's gonna mm. keep playing hockey he's gonna be a good enough hockey player people are gonna move on to the next scandal and no one is gonna fucking learn anything and this poor fucking woman who has to deal with having, you know, photos of her engaged in a sex act shared with fucking this guy's entire team. Uh, And the many women around the world who have experienced something similar themselves uh, are, is just going to have to fucking eat shit and live with it. So Mm -hmm. that, and that's my problem with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm still kind of wrestling with it. Like I said, that was me being glass half full. And if all the stuff I said does happen, I will actually be surprised. But like, I don't know. Should we just move on? I mean, yeah, it's like. Honestly, I can't really say whether he should have been drafted or not. Like, 
I could I mean, see, he said he should not have been yeah, drafted. I could see why they drafted him, like his skill level and the place where he's picked. And then there's this whole like, should we separate the player from his personal life and all no. that stuff, which NHL actually has a pretty good record of doing. Like if you do any like domestic abuse, you can't play in the NHL anymore. Like there's players that could be playing in the NHL right now, but are Var- uh, Varlamov still plays in the NHL. Oh, and does he? He yeah, fuck. There are lots of like, there's a couple that aren't playing in the NHL though. What the NHL does a good job of is separating the person from the athlete until it gets like, they kind of just try to sweep everything under the rug and hope it doesn't harm the brand until uh, people make too much fucking noise that they can anymore. Like you look yeah. at who is that kid in Arizona who um, repeatedly abused oh, and assaulted. Uh, fuck. I can't remember his name, uh, but he was the Arizona's first pick last year. Yeah. And then they didn't they let him go and like didn't draft him or whatever. Or did they, basically keep them till they, they had drafted him and then they 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 cut him loose like they severed ties mm-hmm. with them and i'm like i'm fingers crossed that at, montreal just realizes that they fucked up and like burns their first round pick for this year yeah um i don't i don't know that they'll do that matt nailed it in the chat he said character is a big part of being in a position of influence fucking this isn't just like it's these people aren't just paid to be athletes. They're not just hired to be athletes. They are hired to be mm-hmm. role models to an entire generation of children who grow up watching them. And you can't have people fucking behaving like this put in that position, whether they've learned from it or, or not. Like, I really hope this guy um, does fucking do the, the redemption tour and actually learns why uh why what he did is wrong and makes amends yeah. for it but uh the realist in me says that's not gonna fucking happen mm-hmm. like he's an nhl player why does he have to fucking care about this one girl in sweden now when uh he still got to achieve what he wanted and got drafted in the first round and gets to play for the montreal yeah. canadians and like piling onto you like you're like it would be good if this happens. Like if it's somehow like raises awareness and kind of teaches um, females who have been in the same position that they have, like, unfortunately as it stands right now, it kind of does the opposite of what I'm hoping it does, which it kind of gives women the confidence to step up when something like this happens to them. But if he goes on like a speaking tour to high schools and junior highs and stuff and being like, this is what I did. This is why it's wrong. If you know of anything that happened to this, you should go to these authorities or a teacher or a person like that would be the good of that could come from this is he basically brings awareness to how people can solve situations like this that happened in the wild because, um, Hockey players have a very bad reputation in high schools, not not only in Sweden, but across the country. And it's like most of the hockey players who are doing this aren't going to make the NHL, but they should still be held accountable for it. Like it's like if you say this guy, oh, he shouldn't play in the NHL, that doesn't really make the problem go away because then it's like the guys who aren't headed to the NHL who are still doing shit like this. They're like, oh, well. If that's the only repercussion, then I want to be clear. It's not just hockey. Like this is very widespread behavior amongst men. And like, dudes, if you're doing this, don't fucking do it anymore. Don't 
share nudes with your with your friends with your teammates don't take naked pictures of uh your partners or women you're engaged with or mm -hmm. whatever the fuck else if a woman sends you uh a naked picture that that is like a very vulnerable thing to share with someone don't go fucking flaunting it to your friends keep it to yourself if you want to have you know a big dick competition uh just talk about it or describe it but like you don't you don't need to do that shit anymore that is a huge uh huge violation of trust that's very well put and similar to all the dudes that i send my nudes to <laughs> you know I give consent for you to share it with your friends <laughs> so they can see how yeah. massive my dong is. <laughs> mm. Speaking of things <laughs> you've done in the past, coming back to haunt you, Derek. Uh, remember last year about this time we were talking about that couple who had a gender reveal party I in do. California. My single favorite gender reveal story party of all time. And uh, they basically started, what was it? The Eldorado fire? Yeah, the Eldorado wire wildfire. They have been charged with 30 crimes, including involuntary manslaughter because a firefighter who was fighting that fire died. That is crazy. Yeah. Like, um, uh, do we, do you want to know more facts about the fire? I like do. I will say notably the crime that was missing from the list was having a gender reveal party. <laughs> big, big miss by the justice system there. Yeah. It's here. Here's, here's what you have for your gender reveal party. You email your friends like an adult. You don't yeah. have to have like a big party. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's just one of these things where it's like, pomp and circumstance for no reason like for yeah, social media like have a party get together with your friends but don't have it as a gender reveal party like i don't know it's just so like uh it just bugs me like on one hand it's like yeah people should be excited for having a baby and stuff but don't have a smoke bomb that starts the forest on fire and burns twenty-two thousand acres across two counties I like the way how you worked your facts into it. <laughs> nice job, buddy. Thanks. Uh, yeah, like, honestly, they used to have gender reveal parties back in the day, and they were just called a fucking baby shower, and that was it. <laughs> you had one, like, little party. Yeah. You you could tell people with your mouth, just be like, hey, we're having an X or we're having a Y, or you could, like, decorate in a certain theme. And now mm -hmm. it's, like, these ridiculous fucking outlandish and it's like everyone's trying to one up each other and do the most spectacular gender reveal. And it's like, oh, we have a pink helicopter and a blue helicopter and they're going to fly into each other full speed. And the <laughs> one that remains, uh, that is the gender of our baby. Uh, it's fucking just stop. Stop doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like and it's like people like like I was saying before, where it's like, oh, people should have the right to feel like to celebrate stuff and stuff. It's like, that's not what they're doing though. Like they're just trying to one up their friends on social media and have the bigger, better gender reveal party. There was a one. What was it? It was, uh, Oh, it was back in February where this guy was basically, uh, he was building like a, a bomb essentially to mm -hmm. be used at his gender, his child's gender reveal party. And it fucking blew up and killed the father to be uh and there's just like there's lots if you have to do this fucking thing don't use explosives would be my advice but just don't don't do it yeah 
Um, rule of thumb, like Derek said, like if you have to have a gender reveal party, do not involve explosions of any type or fireworks or anything. And for damn sure, don't try to make like some sort of pyrotechnic element by yourself because that's how like this one guy died. Like, yeah, you might not die, but you could lose a finger and stuff like you don't want to not be having fingers on your hand because you like cut some M80s and put them in a little thing with pink powder. Yeah. Just to tell people you had a girl or your dick like you want your dick blown up and then you can't make any more babies for gender future gender reveal parties. You want to blow your dick off? It's funny that you said your dick because I was I saw this video on uh um TikTok where this guy he had like a confetti cannon oh, and basically gosh. it's just like it shoots out and <laughs> it was full of pink confetti but he had it backwards and it just shot him straight in the crotch. <laughs> It's like, and you would think that, like, just think before you do this. Do you want to be on a gender reveal party fails compilation video? Oh my like, God. <laughs> if if not, don't do, don't do yeah. it. Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking about, well, wait. I was this would have been a better segue from the hockey player topic. But speaking of objectifying women. Mm. Uh, we'll power the, through this one, but Olympic officials uh, apparently have strong fucking or like governing body, bodies for international sports have uh, really strong opinions about what women should wear versus what men should wear. Uh, and I think in a lot of these cases, this is going to be something that we definitely see change over uh, probably the next couple of years. But what, as there it were, should, there were two cases of. uh what was it? The the Norwegian volleyball team. Yeah. Was it Norwegian? Let's yeah, just double they're, check. They're from Norway. Nor- Norway. Yeah, the Norway. Oh, handball. it wasn't oh, handball. It was it was beach handball, which I'm not what exactly sure what it is. is. Handball. Googling th- it. Yeah, I don't even what know what handball is. is. I feel like that's a bigger handball. sport. But the fact that it's this like random. Wait, 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 wait. Beach handball is a team sport where two teams pass and bounce or roll a ball, trying to throw it into the goal of the opposing team. The game is similar to standard handball, which again, didn't know existed. I thought handball was like played on a fucking wall. It is like bouncing it. This is not like that. This is like hand soccer, essentially, from what I can see. Anyway, continue. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. So the fact that this is just some random dumb sport we've never really heard of is more reason why women shouldn't have to wear bikini bottoms as part of their outfit. Like, um, so Norway, the team, they wore, they basically wore really tight shorts instead of bikini bottoms. And each player who did it got fined 150 pounds. Since there's 10 players, they got fined 1500 pounds as a team. So this is just ridiculous. Like the funny thing is I saw this story on Reddit and the picture for like, it's, it was a non safe for work story because it's bikini bottom girls. There's so much butt hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much butt hanging out in the pictures of the sport that it gets tagged, not safe for work. And there's no reason that this should exist. Well, like, like that's the thing is that they're trying to make an argument that I don't even know if it's just like fucking, um, 
like tradition at this point, but like you look at what men are allowed to wear yeah, and why should what women are allowed to wear have any, it's not like it's a fucking performance enhancer to wear super tight shorts over bikini briefs. Like there's literally yeah, exactly. not a single fucking reason in the world uh, that women should have to do this. So, I mean, if there was a reason, like you were saying, like it's performance enhancing or some, like maybe it's a way to gauge if it touched like their leg or something, or if they were doing something that involved their shorts, then shouldn't the men also have to wear yeah, speedos? 100%. But they don't. They can wear Which, shorts and perform the game. Like the reason they're doing this is because it's fucking beach handball. And 0% of us could tell you what the fuck that sport is. So clearly they have some audience building to do. Yeah. Uh, and I think they believe that by having women's asses hanging out uh, as part of the sport, they can do that. But like, mm -hmm. that's not, is that the right way to grow an audience for a sport? No, no, Dale, it's not. And counter to this in the Olympics, they didn't get fined for it, but the German, um, I told the gymnastic team for the, I don't know what it is. It wasn't like the actual event, but it was like the trials or something before they wore, instead of wearing bikini top bottom leotards, unitards, I don't know. They wore ones with pants. I was going to say, I read this uh, article and I do not understand the difference between a unitard and a leotard. Yeah. I thought is that a unitard was the just the top like arms and the torso covered and then kind of came down into a bikini bottom but a leotard had legs on it that's what i thought it might have meant but i could be wrong but so yeah so this is like um one good thing that they pointed out in the art the article that we read was this is the first olympics since that um usa larry, doctor the, the larry nasser case yeah got, 176 years in jail for all of the fucking sexual assaults he did on female gymnastics and rightfully so the german team was like yeah this isn't helping making us wear bikini bottoms because it sexualizes us and has no point in the sport and yeah. i have to agree maybe we should stop sexualizing teenage girls um you know just just a suggestion yeah <clears throat> um, I'm looking, uh, where did it say? What are you looking okay, for? Okay. I'm just seeing where they wore them. Uh, the German team first wore unitards. Okay. At the European art artistic gymnastics championship in April. Okay. Wait, maybe I was wrong. I had, I think I had the unitard leotard backwards. I think the unitard covers your legs as well. Again, don't don't understand the difference between them. Can anyone okay. currently watching this explain the difference between a just... unitard? <laughs> I mean, we could Google unitard and between leotard. Between a yeah. unitard and a <laughs> leotard. You ready for this? Yeah. A unitard is a skin-tight one-piece garment with long legs and sometimes long sleeves, usually stopping at the wrists and ankles. It differs from a leotard, which does not have long legs. The leotard is also usually considered a female clothing item, while the unitard is not. 
Oh, so, so like unitards can be worn by males. Unitards got legs. Yeah. Le- I mean, leotards, they can both be worn by males. Let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, I did have it backwards is what you were saying. Yes. So unitards legs, leotards, no legs, no legs. The whole time you were reading that to me, Andrea was trying to pantomime, explain it to me. And I was like, not really getting it, but I, so I had- feel like. Thanks for yeah. trying, Andrea. Thanks for trying, Andrea. She knew the difference. I didn't. But uh, yeah, I now, also. Now we all we're all learning so much from this podcast. I thought I thought I'd see Kate in the comments explaining it to me, but she was <laughs> all she did was pop in to beak me about gender reveal parties and then promptly remove yeah. herself. Um, there was. So- <laughs> I love how like when people are writing articles, they always have to find someone who has the uh, the opposite take just to add that to the story to like give it balance. It's like a balance fallacy, actual uh, theory yeah. in journalism. But uh, <laughs> but uh, where's uh, OK, um, Simon Biles, Simone, sorry, Simone, Simone Biles. It's a female, not Simon. That's not, that's not Simon. Um, she is four foot eight and she said she prefers the leotards. That's the ones without legs because they lengthen her leg and make her appear taller because she's only four foot eight, which I mean, yeah, I, I mean, if a girl wants to wear the leotard, then yeah, wear the leotard. My whole thing is why are we making like, like some of them are what 15 when they go to the Olympics. Yeah. That's grody. Like, we shouldn't be making these girls wear leotards. They should I think be- what it should be is just fucking let let women wear what they're comfortable in. Uh, you know, these women are like at the top of their individual event, whatever they're competing in, like best in the world. Just let them fucking let them wear whatever. If yeah. it doesn't give them like a, a competitive advantage, that should literally be all we care about. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to make them wear leotards, make the men wear leotards. Yeah. Be fair. Like, because if men can do gymnastics in a unitard, then there's no reason a female can do, can't do gymnastics in a unitard or yeah. unitard. Le- Leo. Unitard. Yeah. Unitard. Yeah. I already almost forgot which one was Me which. too. I don't know anymore. Yeah. The, the knowledge has is, escaped my brain. The weird thing is the leotards that end in the bikini bottom, some of them still have long sleeves. So if you can cover your arms, it's common sense. You should be able to cover your legs as well. I mean, like, cause I, uh, cause I, in my head, I was trying to think of one possible reason why they would want you to w- like not have covered legs. And I would be, and I guess that could be like, if you're in a tumbling routine, they want to see like, your legs more pronounced or whatever, but then at the same time, you'd want to see the arms more pronounced. So it doesn't work. There's no, there's no logical reason for it. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm hungry as fuck and I want to go cook myself dinner. So let's, uh, anything else you want to talk about Dale? I want to duck on euros for a sec. This, this is a quick story. You can go eat soon. Um, in England, (laughs) There was a person that everybody was complaining about their heat wave because I guess they got it a week later than we did here in Canada. And they're, uh, they broke temperature records in England with 31.6 degrees Celsius. And they're all complaining about it. And then 
once the rest of the world figured out that basically what it was once the states converted it to Fahrenheit and found out it was only 88 degrees Fahrenheit, they basically took the piss out of England yeah. and said, quit your whinging, you wimps. Like, and, and everybody's like, it's different here in England. We got a different hate. Well, it's we so say the same ah. bullshit in Vancouver all the time. So much hot ah. Yeah. And then we and got Vancouver, actual heat for the first time in our lives. And we were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And the difference was that was 39 degrees, which is yeah. a lot hotter than 31.6. And everybody here complained. But we should all be able to turn around and look at England and be like, quit your whinging. You just wanted a reason I to did. do an accent, didn't you? Oh, yeah. All right. This is, the, this is the only reason I bring it up. Killed it. Because most people would be like, don't bring it up, Dale. People died from that heat wave, and it's macabre to bring it up just to make fun of England. And then I say, but are you right? Maybe I won't. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Our Race Factory. How did we get kicked off YouTube? It makes no sense. Uh, I mean, it definitely wasn't for bad accents because that was fucking fantastic. Fire accents. Uh, thanks for tuning into this episode of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that make people mad online and explain why they are dumb for caring. Uh, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. Um, I'm not really like on Twitter. 31 so degrees right anyway. now. So, yeah, it is hot. I mean, I was just going to complain about it, and I can't because I'm a real man uh, who doesn't complain about anything ever, particularly no, you don't. the weather. So. This whole podcast is us not complaining about stuff. Yeah, not complaining <laughs> about people complaining about stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, but like, honestly, fuck Twitter. I hate it. Maybe I will occasionally tweet there. Uh, over to you, Dale. I like Twitter because I haven't been kicked off there yet. I don't think <laughs> I've ever had my account suspended. Pretty much everybody I know has for like, inciting violence or whatever, telling people to go hurt themselves when their opinions are wrong. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. You can find the podcast Twitter, OutrageFactPod. Uh, send us an email over at OutrageFactPod so that the uh, at gmail.com so that the inbox is full of stuff that's not YouTube telling me it got booted off. Uh, honestly, if you have any feedback, you want to tell us how handsome we are or how fucking wrong we are? Feel free to reach out. We are open to all criticisms. I can't promise we'll listen to it, but we will let you say it. What else? Because uh, we, we believe have... in freedom because we're libertarians. Well, not libertarians. Derek's a libertarian. Libertarians. Yeah. Uh, if you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like the podcast, tell your friends to listen to our podcast. And if you really, really like the podcast, fucking cool. Buy some merch, I guess. I still haven't set up the Patreon. So I just, yeah. I don't think I ever will. Uh, in the show notes point. for every episode, I do put a link to the Redbubble page where you can get merch if you so wish. Uh, I should probably add some more. I haven't had any merch in a while, but you can get t-shirts, mugs, stickers, anything your heart desires. Uh, other than that. Until next week. Stay angry. <laughs> <laughs>